0: week I was going to say speak the hell up Rose oh shit (laughs) I'm sorry oh my god as you can see I am like totally killing it yeah come on that's one word for it (laughs) oh come on that was amazing oh Oh, shit. shit all right What's up, bros? I'm Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we're a couple of bros on a mission to give you guys the most detailed movie reviews out there with as little bias as possible. Welcome to the All Bros. Uh, This week on the podcast, we got one item with 4K Spotlight, a movie that I was surprised at, considering that I did not like the first one whatsoever.
1: But um, (laughs) we'll get into that.
0: Um, And then uh, we got nothing for Through the Wall. Um, so after that, we'll be jumping into our headliner, which will be our breakdown of Transformers of the Beasts.
1: I say let's do it.
0: Need motivation? Angry Dad Podcast. Trying to jumpstart your life? Angry Dad Podcast. You want help getting off the couch? Angry Dad Podcast. You need a verbal kick in the ass? Angry Dad Podcast. You want to hear from somebody who's been through it all? Angry Dad Podcast. I am here for you. You can find me on all podcast platforms. All right, so jumping into 4K Spotlight, um, we got one movie coming out this week, and that would be uh, Avatar, The Way of Water. Like I said, I enjoyed this one way more than I did uh, the first one. I was not a fan whatsoever, honestly. Okay, that's maybe being a little too harsh. Like, Don't get me wrong, the graphics were incredible, everything like that. I just didn't give a shit really about the characters. I do not like the character of Jake Sully. Like you have no idea how glad I am that his kids are more so the focus in this movie than he is (laughs) because I actually enjoy his kids. His kids are actually good characters. Um, But yeah. So anyway, uh, with this, um, so I'm going to actually start off. So first off, the first avatar is coming to 4k on the same day. Um, it's not getting a steelbook or anything, it's just getting a regular 4K release. But, I have to admit, this is some pretty cool artwork. That um, is
1: some pretty bitchin' artwork. Like, okay, say what you will about the Avatar movies, visuals, they kill it with visuals. Like, there's oh, no arguing that. Yeah, I yeah. mean, even me, who's a freaking Avatar hater, like, you can't, I can't argue that the Avatar mm-hmm. visuals are amazing.
0: It's yeah, a movie yeah.
1: that's absolute shit.
0: <laughs> I don't dude, I don't know. You might like The Way of Water. You might, man.
1: Dude, I you, I'm so freaking bitter. Uh James Cameron <laughs> for what he oh, did. Oh dude, to I am too. Him.
0: Dude, I am too. But like like I I kind of hated that I enjoyed Avatar 2 as much as I did, but <laughs> at the same time I'm like it's a really damn good sequel and I enjoyed it way more than the first one. <laughs> That's the worst. I freaking hate when that it happens. Is. I know, right? It's like you want to hate something, but you're just like,
1: I can't, cause it's actually good, dude. That's how I feel with freaking uh Scorsese, like every all his like Marvel hating stuff. Like I've watched a movie before and, and like not even realized that it was his, but I, I forget what movie it was. But I, I was watching. I'm like, damn, that was like a really good movie. And then it showed Martin Scorsese, and I'm like, damn it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> I,
1: fr- I hate uh, when that happens, dude. I freaking nah, dude, hate I get it.
0: It. <laughs> uh, dude. I get it, dude. Um, I get it. Yeah, so that's just the wow. That's the Avatar 4K release that's coming out. The only thing that I don't like about this is it's a white slipcover, and I don't love white slipcovers because they get dirty so damn fast. Um. But it is pretty damn cool. Will I pick it up? I don't know. We'll see. I plan on picking up the the second one on 4K. I don't know about the first one. Um, But anyway, starting off with Avatar The Way of Water. uh, First up, we got the Best Buy exclusive Steelbook, which, shocking to, I'm sure, a lot of people out there, I will not be picking up the Steelbook, because I actually like the 4K art better. I'll give you that. This is kind Mm -hmm. of not good. Right, I'm and you know this is this proves how much I do not like his character. I biggest reason why I won't be picking this up is Jake soul is front and center. <laughs> I hate his character. I don't know what it is. I hate his character. Um so yeah, so that's the Best Buy exclusive steelbook. Um next up we got just the regular Blu-ray, uh which is this was just the, you know, theatrical release poster. Uh it's the whole floating so someone pointed this out and i want your opinion how do you feel about the whole floating head poster thing it honestly it depends on the movie that's fair okay so let's let's um let's compare this to how the super mario bros movie did it because they also did a floating head poster thoughts which is better i am going to say mario and Attaboy, it's because it's
1: kind of like because they build a shape where like it's kind of like a diamond, with the, their characters. That's yeah. Have, that's a like, good point. Yeah, where they have Bowser at the top, and then it's like Peach, then Mario, Luigi, and they kind of like work themselves down to smaller and smaller characters. I actually, flip flop that. Sorry, it goes Bowser, then Mario, Luigi, then Peach. Okay, sure. Whatever the case <sighs> may be, it's like it's. Come diamond. on, man! It's diamond shaped. Y- yeah, I like that because Avengers Endgame did that um with their posters. Did Infinity
0: War do that too? I'm
1: pretty sure Infinity War did too. But I mean that this is this is an episode all on its own talking about freaking covers and posters, dude. But <laughs> yeah, like I I like when it's it's building a shape where unlike this everyone's kind of like just I mean it kind of gives it away like if you look at the cover like it has the the major thing of it being a circle. And I I don't I don't like it as much. The floating head thing I think is just overdone in general, but I think they needed to do something like specifically for the the cover art on this that wasn't this looked like it was just screenshots taken from the movie and just kind of like blended together. Fair enough. Like it doesn't show any sort of like considerable effort. Where a lot of, like, the John Wick ones though, like last, from last week, those looked like they had, like,
0: considerable effort put into them. Dude, speaking of John Wick, apparently, um, so Lionsgate decided to pull a fast one, and they actually, re- or maybe it was just Best Buy, I don't know. I don't know the full story. But someone released John Wick Chapter 4, instead of releasing it on Tuesday, they released it on Saturday. So literally, literally when a lot of people went to go get the Best Buy Steelbook on Tuesday, it was already sold out. Couldn't Lame. find it. Anywhere. I know, right? That's some bullshit. Like, That's come on, at least let bullshit. people know. Um, I don't know if that was the case with every store. It might have been because when I went out into the stores on Tuesday, they had the Blu-ray uh exclusive of John Wick at Walmart, but they didn't have the 4K which actually, um, we didn't put this out, and I didn't even notice. They they weren't actually slipcovers; those were also steelbooks. Really? So, yeah. So that made them even freaking cooler. I didn't buy it um, because you know I if if I ever do decide to get the John Wick movies, I want them in a whole damn collection, right? So, but yeah, that, that was kind of bullshit uh, with Lionsgate. Like, come on, guys. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, next up, exclusive-wise, uh, it's the exact same Blu-ray cover, but now it's a Walmart exclusive. That is the 4K version of it, dude. How? Oh, lazy! But it's lenticular. But it's lenticular. You gotta remember that it's lenticular. What's lenticular mean? It's like 3D, like 3D effect. Who cares? Uh, I do. I freaking oh. love lenticular slip covers. I don't care do about really? this one. Oh, the slip oh yeah. I, is? I thought you meant like the cover. Yeah. was. Oh no, no, the slip okay. cover. Like the like the, the this, slip cover. Like yeah. Front. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. give you that. Those those three D
1: covers are pretty cool, dude. But how freaking lazy can you get? All you did was change the the bottom picture. Like instead of it yeah, being like true. a full like water dragon, what whatever the hell those things are. So it's, it's like uh, if.
0: I think it, that's one of Jake's sons flying on whatever the hell that thing is. Yeah. So um,
1: basically, the water to... dragonfly. <laughs> <And> <laughs>
0: the then... water dragonfly?
1: Yeah, and then well, this that... bullshit. It's the same background picture, just different, whatever the hell that, like, water creature that is. Dude, that's such bullshit. I hate that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, Caleb will not be picking up this for. No, you're lucky if you even watch the movie. Okay, okay. Speaking of, no offense, man, but you are not that great at adding digital codes to your collection.
1: I know. I haven't done it in a hot <laughs> minute. I I need to get on it.
0: No offense. I love you to death, man. But like, sometimes I'm like too lazy to like open up a Blu-ray and put it in. So I'm like, oh, you know, like I know I gave Caleb the voodoo <laughs> code for it. So let me swatch it there. It's not even on there. I gave it to him months ago.
1: I know. I, I I'm gonna once I get done editing and everything tomorrow, I'll I'll go in and like just pound Dude, through you them. Don't,
0: you <laughs> don't have to. I'm just giving you shit, man. Honestly, it benefits you more than it does me, of course. Fair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but after this, we got. I already showed that. Uh, we got the Blu-ray 3D version of Avatar: The Way of Water. Um, better. Yes, I don't plan on picking up this version, cause Jake Sully is front and center, and I don't give a shit about him.
1: Is this artwork or is that picture? What do you mean? Is it, like, is that a picture of him or is that like uh, art?
0: Uh, I think that's a picture of him. Okay, that's like. I mean, it could be art. That's lame. <laughs> yeah. If
1: it was if it was artwork, like I think that would be a lot better. Like it looks cool. Like, especially for like the three D kinda offering that three D effect, like making it look like it's coming out of the thing. Like it's cool.
0: Yeah. But meh. Alright, fair fair enough. Um, I think Yes. I actually really like this cover art. Um I don't, I don't know why. I mean, it's probably because, you know, Jake Sully is nowhere to be found on this, on That one's cover. dumb, too. It's I got it. Really, I actually really like this one. I like that it's his <laughs> two sons and then uh, the love interest for one of his sons. Um, it's really sad that I don't know these names or whatever. Um, so, I don't know if I'm going to pick it up on release day, but when I do evident- inevitably pick up Avatar The Way of Water, I definitely want to pick up. Fair enough. Even though Caleb thinks it's stupid, I like it. it. It's... I will say I, say I will admit stupid. it is very. It's, just, it's plain. I've just never. S- no, and that's fair. I've just never seen a movie release being like, oh, we're gonna make like the whole slipcover blue, but then like have a little screenshot. I don't know why I'm using my finger. Um, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're gonna have the whole background blue, but then right in the middle we're gonna have a screenshot from the movie. It kind of yeah. looks out of place, right? It looks very much out of place, but. I guess, you know, James Cameron's gonna James Cameron, so... Dude, for real.
1: <laughs> for freaking real.
0: Um, But yeah, so that is, uh... That is it for uh, 4K Spotlight. If you guys are planning on picking up Avatar The Way of Water, that's what you got. So, yeah. Cool. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, you're heading this one up, dude.
0: <laughs> Sorry, man. Um <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. God, I suck. Um, well, Caleb, what do you say we move on to our headliner of the evening?
1: Let's say let's do it.
0: All right, so... Uh, before we get into our headliner, uh, which is our breakdown of Transformers Rise of the Beasts, uh, we asked a question of the week on our social media, and I believe that
1: Caleb we de- did. Yeah, we got a few
0: answers.
1: De- de- All right. Um, so for those of you that don't know, uh, on social media, mainly TikTok and Instagram, and occasionally YouTube, we post a question of the week, and... That is related to this movie in some way, shape, or form. And so this week, the question that we asked in regards Transformers Rise of the Beasts, uh, we asked, what animal would you like to see a Transformers version of? And, uh, and we got a few responses. So Rosen, I are going to pick our top five and, uh, and read those. And we have a significant amount of, of these to pick from. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like we over do. On, on TikTok alone, we have 594 <laughs> answers. God damn. Yeah, no shit. We got more comments than we did freaking likes on that, and that's
0: like unheard of yeah, for us. Yeah, 617 comments. God. Damn.
1: So yeah, uh, and we did get one over on on Instagram that I'm gotten my Sorry. top ten. So. I just, I just, like, finally found my number one, and I'm just like, yes. All right. Uh, so let's start off with our number fives. Sure.
0: Uh, just because it's, like, simple, but, like, I'd be very interested to see it. A turtle. And that, because someone said a, tur- a tortoise, and then someone else said a turtle, but I'm just going to go with a turtle. And um, the turtle was... Um, put in by insider underscore 826. Dude,
1: that actually be pretty badass, especially like once he transformed, like if the shell comes off and he uses it as a shield. Oh, dude. That'd be bitching.
0: Don't give Hasbro any ideas for their next Transformers line.
1: Yeah, no joke. Um Yeah, my number five is from a Travis Smith on Instagram. Uh, he's Trungo23. He said, "I'd like another Dinobot based on a Spinosaurus." Ooh, yeah, that'd be super cool. That'd be badass. That'd be super badass, dude. Yeah, I freaking love that idea. Like, especially like, I I always try to imagine like what this would look like. Like if they were transformers, but what I would imagine is like when the Spinosaurus transforms is that the tail turns into like a oh what a flail.
0: Ooh yeah, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, I good. think that'd be bitching. That would yeah, that really would be. Alright, what's your next one? Uh number four for me, uh coming from I'm gonna butcher your name, I'm sorry. Uh Ismail Ajata fifteen. And they said I want a Velociraptor. That'd be pretty bitchy. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Alright, uh
1: my number four, and this one's just because it made me kind of laugh at the, the thought of it, is from Blue Cat Ninja Clan, who said platypus. Yes. And well, the reason it's a hat. <laughs> Dude, that... That would that would be freaking hilariousy a transformer. Like it, the reason it made me laugh and the reason it, it got into my top five is because what I imagine is like a Phineas and Ferb situation with like Doctor Dupin Smurts, oh like God. like Perry the transforming platypus.
0: <laughs> <gasps> uh Dude, do it... you know that if Phineas and Ferb was still going and Disney had the rights to Transformers, yeah, that that whole special would have already happened. Oh, straight up, dude. Like, they could have made a... that a whole damn movie. I feel, uh, with how you know innovative Phineas and Ferb are, so like when it comes to like a franchise, it would have made sense just to make Transformers and Phineas and Ferb like a freaking full length movie. That could be the third Phineas and Ferb movie. There you go. That'd be awesome. Alright, what's your number three? Uh, number three, uh, it's coming from God of the Dark Universe, a buffalo.
1: Be that would be pretty sick.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, I like that one a lot. Um, alright, mine's from Juice World nine nine nine, who said a snake. Classic. I could definitely see it.
0: Like, That'd be I, terrifying.
1: I know. Like, I I imagine it being like a, a Decepticon. But, like, I think that'd be badass, dude.
0: Yeah, dude, that really would.
1: <laughs> like, I think that looks so freaking scary. Like, just like a giant ass freaking snake. <laughs> yeah, that'd be. All right, uh, uh, what's your
0: number two? Number two for me is coming from Lunar, uh, and they said a Tasmanian devil.
1: That would be pretty good, right? That'd be super, super. I just had my number two, lost it. <laughs> Damn! Don't you hate that? Yeah. Um. I mean, we've gotten a few repeats, like a platypus, a wolf, shark, tiger. All right. Here's one. Uh, or that I really liked. It was. It wasn't my the other one, but it's a good. It's another good one. Uh, it's from Gamer Crafter two thousand seven, who said a hedgehog.
0: Ooh, that's a really good one.
1: Yeah. Like I could imagine that being like a uh, an Autobot, and then yeah. like like one that like has spikes on his back, and then like when he transforms, he transforms into like goes hit he- when he does his hedgehog form, he like curls into a ball, and just all the spikes like shoot out.
0: Like, Bro, I-, I think that bitching. would be so cool. Yeah, dude, that would look so badass. All right, uh, number then... one for oh yeah. sorry, yeah, you're number one. Uh number 1 for me has come from Quick Switch. This will just be such a cool ass mashup. Buffalo version of Bone Crusher but as a Maximal. That dude, would be pretty put, cool. Dude, bring in Bone Crusher to anything and I'm in. I freaking hated that he died so fast in the first one. Like don't get <laughs> me wrong, the way that the way the Optimus killed him was badass, but still I freaking hated that he didn't get to be in the final battle that freaking sucked so any way to bring back bone crusher I'm in
1: <laughs> oh all right oh, okay I found my 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 number one it is from Lucius Portillo 310 who said a blue ring octopus it is
0: very specific and I love
1: it dude I think the idea of an octopus transformer is the. shit. Like, Agreed. especially, like, what you could do with that, like, I would have it be, like, something like, um, like, Nebula, like, with her arm in Guardians 3. Ooh, like yeah. have it be something like that, but when they go to punch, like, if someone comes and grabs their arm, like, his arm, like, splits into, into how, like, it could split into four pieces, like, each arm splits into four, and then he can use those other arms to freaking bushwhack people. Like, I think that'd be the shit. Dude, that'd be so sick. And then his octopus form, he's just like a big ass freaking octopus, grabs people and just like flings them. Like I think that'd be so cool. Agreed. Like what I imagine. What I imagine like happening like in a super cinematic moment is like he's in his uh, transformer form and he like is like running across a building, (laughs) like chasing down like a, a helicopter, and then he jumps off, transforms into an octopus, and then just like. Cracking hugs, the the dude, helicopter yes. and like takes that shit down. Like, yeah, that would be pretty badass. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that'd be stupid. definitely not one I ever would have thought of, but no, easily dude, my neither. favorite.
0: Yeah, dude. Honestly, let's face it. The some of the uh, the transformers of these people, uh, the other <laughs> ones that we've gotten throughout the franchise,
1: <laughs> dude, dude. Absolutely, because most of them suck. They freaking do suck. Und-
0: I'm just gonna uh, throw one out there. Mohawk, and uh, I already forgot the name. The last night. Freaking! Do not call Megatron Emtron. He is Megatron, leader of the Decepticons. That's what he is. He ain't no Emtron. Don't give you, me You show him some damn respect. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think that's both of our top fives, right? Yep, yeah. Yeah, so thank you to everyone that answered our question of the week. We really appreciate Stink. it. Um and then big shout-outs to those people that we we just called out like you guys had some freaking killer answers. And to anyone else yes, who answered did. like what they answered. Like there's no way for us to go through f- damn near 600 comments just to like to find out what everyone said cuz there like I said there were a, a whole lot of repeats. Yeah. Lots and lots. That's okay. Yeah. That is okay. So. But
0: thank you. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's move on to the main event. That is not what it is. Headliner. God damn it. (laughs) Headliner of the evening, which our breakdown of Transformers Rise of the Beast. Caleb, would you like to let people know how we break down movies on this podcast? I would love to. So if you are new to our
1: breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final All Bros letter grade. The eight categories that we are that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal score at the very end. All of those numbers get magically added up and spit through our, through our algorithm and gives us a letter grade to compare this movie to eight, as well as a percentage uh, that we use to compare this movie to others, like within its grades. So the percentage doesn't really matter, but it is kind of fun to see where these rank and it's fun to piss people off. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. So, if you have not seen Transformers Rise of the Beast, I'm going to say this isn't really one that can get spoiled. Fair. Like,
0: yeah, I can definitely
1: Yeah, like I think everyone kind of has an idea of what Transformers is. It is not very It's not a very big story. <laughs> so, yeah. Like spoiler alert, but anyway, if you're not seeing it, and you want to avoid spoilers, you don't have to, but yeah. Uh, but we will be spoiling the entire freaking movie for you um, with our favorite segment that we like to call Reading with Rose to ease. As Caleb
0: always likes to point out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah. So without further ado, Rose, would you like to
0: read the... I would love to. So, the homeworld of the Maximals, an advanced race of Cybertronians with beast modes, comes under attack from the planet-eating dark god Unicron. His heralds, the Terror the Terrorcons, and an army of predicon so many freaking cons, like god damn, an, an army of Predacon Scorpions led by, was it Scourge or Scourge? Do you remember?
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure it was
0: Scourge. It was Scourge by Scourge, seek to obtain for their master the Maximals' greatest piece of technology, the Transwarp Key, which can open portals through space and time. The Maximal leader, mm, ap- wow, sorry, Appalynx, sure, sacrifices <laughs> himself to allow the other Maximals to escape the planet before Unicron devours it. Now under the command of Optimus Primal, Maximals use the Key to flee to Earth. In 1994 Brooklyn, ex-military electronics expert Noah Diaz struggles to find a job to support his family and is convinced by his friend Reek to steal a Porsche 911 to sell only to discover that the car is the Autobot Mirage in disguise. Concurrently, museum intern Elena Wallace studies an ancient statue of a falcon bearing the maximal symbol and accidentally breaks it open to reveal half of the transwarp key hidden inside. The key releases an energy pulse that is detected by Optimus Prime, who summons the other Autobots. Mirage is contacted in the middle of Noah's attempted theft, and Noah is roped into the robot's mission to recover the key so they can use it to return to their homeworld, Cybertron. Drawn by the key's signature, the Terracons arrive on Earth and Elena is caught up in the conflict when the villains attack the Autobots outside the museum. Scourge deactivates Bumblebee and steals the key half before the Maximal er Eraser arrives and drives him off. Airazor explains to the Autobots that the Maximals have been hiding on Earth for thousands of years and split the Transwarp Key into two to keep it out of Unicron's hands. Despite the danger, Optimus Prime is insistent that the key be reassembled so the Autobots can use it to return home, while Noah secretly plots to destroy the key in order. Elena's studies allow her to deduce that the other half of the key must be located in a hidden temple in peru and the group heads out aboard the rattletrap cargo plane autobot stratosphere in peru they meet up with locally stationed autobot wheeljack who leads them to the temple but it is soon discovered that the other half of the key is not the terracons attack once again and the battle ends with scourge corrupting air razor with unicron's dark energy subsequently the autobots meet optimus primal and the other maximals who explain that they moved the second half of the key entrusting it to a human tribe they have worked with o- scourge's corruption overtakes Eraser, driving her mad and primal is forced to kill her to save elena In the chaos, Noah attempts to destroy the second half of the key, but is convinced not to by Optimus, only for it to instead be stolen by Scourge, who then reassembles the two halves atop a volcano erecting a tower and opening a portal above Earth through which Unicron will soon arrive. Seeing where their self-serving motives have led them, Optimus Prime and Noah agree to work together to defeat the forces of evil. While the Autobots and Maximals battle the Terracons and Predacons, Noah and Elena sneak in close to the Transwarp Key, planning to deactivate it with an access code Elena has uncovered. In the battle, Mirage is gravely wounded by Scourge, but transforms his damaged body into a powered exosuit for Noah so they can fight together. Seriously, where the hell was that during other Transformers movies, but whatever. Dude, no shit. <laughs> like, when that freaking first happened, I'm like, bullshit! Like, where the hell was that when, like, Sam was the main character of this franchise? I'm sure he would have loved that shit when it came to some of the final fights that he was in. Dude, no lie. No lie whatsoever. <laughs> uh The energy pulse released by the key activates a dormant energon. Deposit beneath the valley where bumblebee was kept which infuses his deactivated body with energon and restores him to life His revival turned the tide of the battle Optimus prime kills scourge, but not before the latter damages the control console to prevent it from being shut down Willing to sacrifice himself prime destroys the key and he collapses the portal But Noah and primal are able to save him from being sucked into the employ impl- vortex in the aftermath of the conflict, the Autobots, are now without means to return to Cybertron, proclaim Earth as their new home and vow to continue protecting it along with the Maximals. Elena receives recognition for discovering the temple in Peru, while Noah attends an interview for a security job, but finds he is actually being invited to join the secret government organization G.I. Joe. <sighs> <laughs> that is so dumb. In a mid-credit scene, Noah manages to repair. Mi- Sorry, in a mid-credit scene, Noah manages to re- re- repair. God damn it! Repair Mirage using junk Porsche parts from Reek, who learns that the car is a Transformer. Ah, oh, that that ending.
1: It was a lot. It was a lot, <laughs> dude. This, yeah, you know, we're
0: trying we're trying to keep Transformers alive, but you know what? Let's try to bring another franchise back in. G.I. Joe, everybody, what do you think? Oh, this is just going to start a freaking Mattel universe. I mean, I don't know if that can happen, considering... there. I mean, there's already a Barbie movie, but it looks like Warner Brothers owns the rights to Barbie, so... They can't have Barbie in it, and that sucks. Yeah. Barbie is Mattel. I'd like to know... Or, not Mattel. Hasbro. Oh, yeah, Hasbro. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm freaking dumb. Oh dude, but, yeah, what yeah, else yeah, is yeah. Hasbro besides Transformers and G.I. Joe? What else do they make? Yeah, I can't great. I know Hasbro ha- is like a bunch of different toys. Um, well, duh, but <laughs> so no. So okay, so they own Power Rangers it looks like. Uh Mr. Oh, yeah, Potato they do. Head, yeah. My Little Pony. Oh, that's what I want. Um, did I say Power Rangers? Yeah, Power Rangers. Yeah, you did. They own the toy rights for a lot. Cause, I mean, they have Guardians of the Galaxy on here. Dude, If we what? an MCU crossover with the freaking Transformers would be the bomb.
0: <laughs> True. I'm sorry. I don't think it's ever going to happen.
1: I don't either. But,
0: dude, how sick would that be? That would be so sick. I'm not going to lie. Hey, maybe these movies would actually be good. <laughs> yeah, I'm freaking. Uh, let's see, Furbies. Oh, dude, can we please get a Furby movie? Um, I
1: want to see if they. Ah, uh, yep. Uh, th- they're uh, they f- Thundercats fall
0: under Hasbro. No shit, that's funny. Actually, that's I kind of love that.
1: <laughs> Apparently, the I don't know if this is true. I mean. It... The Ninja Turtles are huh. under the. Interesting. Like, they, Hasbro has Ninja Turtle toys. But I really? don't know if they're, like, part of. So, if this is just starting, like, a Hasbro cinematic universe, like, the Power Rangers exist, the G.I. Joe exists, Transformers, the freaking Thundercats. <laughs> Ninja turtles. <laughs> the Ninja turtles, dude. Th- if if they go this route and they're just like, fine, we're going all freaking cheesy. I'm 100 here for it. <laughs> I, uh... Now the whole, okay, the whole GI Joe reveal. I am only okay with that reveal. Like I thought it was cool. I'm only okay with it if they reboot. Okay. If this is not a reboot, I'm not. I don't like it. Because, the, whatever, yeah, anything that they've done with the G.I. Joe universe has freaking not been good. Like, I won't say it's trash because, I mean, there is some, like, cool stuff about I it. But I, in terms of it being trash. like, no, it's it's not quite trash. It's trash <laughs> for G.I. Joe. All
0: right, fair. I mean, I, I wouldn't know because I never watched the show as any of the toys. So, I, I could give two shits about G.I. Joe. So,. Yeah, when that was the po- when that was like the ending of the movie, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, can we make a Transformers movie actually end like a Transformers movie and not set up another franchise? Like, come on. I mean this
1: this universe has the potential to be really freaking dope if they just go full cheese with it. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll see how this movie performs. Yeah, like. You mean to tell me that if somewhere down the line, it was it turned into like the Transformers team up with GI Joe, and the like, and then the next movie, it's like it sets up that the
0: Power Rangers join the crew. Like you wouldn't watch that? I'd watch the one that uh, the Power Rangers are in, so I would just skip the second one. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna be that petty.
1: Fair, I mean. Petty's got a petty, right? <laughs> exactly. Egg,
0: exactly.
1: Oh shit. Anyway, so getting into this story, um this I will say is one of the better Transformers movies that we've gotten recently.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I will say, like, in like the last ten years is still the best one. Um, oh, easily but i feel it's cuz bumblebee is not only just a, it's not only a good transformers movie it's a good movie in general mm-hmm. um but i don't know maybe it's just me because i don't really know a lot about the lore it's like i never watched the show as a kid never saw the movie um so anything besides like the autobots and the decepticons fighting each other i don't know just doesn't interest me so when you bring in um all of these other characters like any like the bad guys that aren't Decepticons I'm just like yeah, I'm sorry I don't give a shit I only really just want to see Optimus and Megatron really want to see like not saying that they were bad like um decent decent villains like definitely uh they're better than some of the uh other bad guys that we've gotten in that because like I brought up earlier freaking Mohawk and Transformers 5 like As the movies progressed, the Decepticons literally just became a laughing stock. So, honestly, I get why. You know what? Since this is... What is the frickin'... uh, When it's a movie that takes place before... Prequel? Prequel, thank you. Um, (laughs) Wow, I don't know why I couldn't remember that word. Um, I'm sure when they were deciding how to bring Transformers... And for how bad uh, Michael Bay effed up the Decepticon... The Decepticons and the fifth bring in an entirely different, an entirely different uh, bad guy, uh, or an entirely a species of villain, I guess, um, with the Terracons. And uh, you know, for them, it worked, um But I just missed the Decepticons a little. Yeah. So I was looking
1: up the the origin of the the Maximals, mm-hmm. and so what the the Maximals are just a a line of transformer toys that were made um called the Transformers Oh, Transform- so they were never in the show. I not from what I can see, no. They were just a a change that Hasbro made to the Transformers line called Beast War.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting.
1: Yeah, so they had um a bunch of different releases and i mean they had like mcdonald's toys and and other stuff um just like looking at it real quick it's just it doesn't look like it started around 96 was the first year that they did the the line of maximals
0: okay interesting
1: and so the the so they had maximals and then predacons Yeah, so the Predacons were, I think the, like, these were more, um, I think the Maximals and Predacons were just animal versions of our classic uh, Autobots. Okay. Because, so Optimus Primal, like, he kind of looked like a bat. Then there was uh, Rat Trap, which kind of has the look of ratchet uh let's see cheetor razor beast dinobot and then the predacons there it's megatron tarantulas iguanas waspinator and pterosaur which pterosaur looks like starscream <laughs> so i think these are just like animal versions of like our favorite transformers
0: yeah interesting
1: yeah, so they have like a bunch of different different versions. I am trying to see if there's like, Yeah, they had like a bunch. Like they had some from McDonald's. Um let's see how long did this So the the Beast Wars line ended in 2001.
0: Huh, okay.
1: Yeah, at least according to this. Like just trying to see if it doesn't look like yeah, so Optimus Primal has, has switched around a lot. Like, he originally looked like a bat, and then they. Uh, re- like, his most recent change in oh one Nope, that's not true. In 98, he started looking more like a gorilla. Hmm.
0: Interesting. He, he shoots missiles out of his butt. <laughs> the fuck? Okay. That's funny. I- All right.
1: Yeah, so it looks like there is a precedent, but it's more they're following a toy line, not really anything in the show. The show was just straight Uh up Transformers, Autobots versus Decepticons. So Beast Wars is where these guys come from. Got it. So it's its own own thing.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, which Um... I kind of actually really like. I'm just, eh, on it. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm just basic when it comes to Transformers franchise. All I wanted to see is just Autobots versus You know what? Fair
1: enough. I can respect that, but I, I really like seeing like some of the new stuff that they are able to throw in. Like, if anything at all. Yeah. So, I mean, starting off with story. Like,
0: what what are you thinking? Like, any story notes that you're... Or um, dislike or? there was one, one that like, I'm just like, oh my God, I rolled my eyes at, and it was, <laughs> it was at the end. Um, cause you know, Optimus Prime does his classic speech, you know, like Optimus Prime that's how you end a Transformers movie is with Optimus Prime giving a monologue. But then they had to throw in a, di- uh, they had to throw in oh, a freaking um,
1: no a, uh, dialogue,
0: fr- dude. Yeah. <laughs> He got a freaking he got he got a frickin' um what do we call it um a monologue? No, no. No human characters in this franchise do not get monologues. The only people that get monologues are Optimus Prime. That's yeah, it. You, Maybe and, Dude, not even that. If you do, let's okay, let's just say you do get
1: a monologue, you don't get one after a freaking Optimus Prime. Yeah. No. Optimus <laughs> Prime should be the last one. Optimus Prime is never and will never be a freaking opener. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. That's a slap in the face to Peter Cullen if I've ever seen one.
1: Yeah, uh, dude, like, when I heard him say like, when he's like, I'm Noah, what Noah Diaz. Yeah. He's like, I'm Noah Diaz. Dude, what the... F-
0: uh, no, Optimus Prime just finished speaking. You shut the hell up. It's like nope, uh, we're not going to go that direction. We're just going to start <laughs> rolling the credits now. Okay. Oh my god, there was so I did not like that. Um, I really didn't like the freaking brother relationship. I his little brother was freaking annoying, in my opinion. Like when he's telling, um, oh my god, what the hell is, uh, oh the like new transformer in this one uh, that's voiced by a uh, Oh Pete Davidson. Mirage, he's like scolding and be like, no, you gotta take care of my brother. I'm not gonna be there. If, if swear, if like I find out that anything happened to my brother, I'm gonna kick your ass, t- robot. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, you're you're gonna kick a Transformers ass, yeah, okay, kid. Dude, um,
1: I know I could I, I felt like an asshole, but I couldn't help but think I'm like you can barely play video games without hurting your hand, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Which, shit. like I said,
1: I felt like a total asshole after thinking that, but,
0: <laughs> Oh, dude, that... um, yeah, just like I will, I will admit that like the human characters are like a little better than like some of the ones that have been in previous Transformers movies, but not by that much. Like I still like the one, the first one, and Bumblebee way more than.
1: Yeah, I I can definitely give you that, um. Transformers movies like I'll say this I got out of this movie what I wanted to when it came to Transformers I didn't come in here for like I wanted more more fighting you want more? yeah I I wanted more I'll give you that I think there was a lot of slow slow moments but I so I uh, I like Noah but I think the real focus should have been on Elena. I really
0: liked Elena. I agree. Yeah, I really liked her. Um, yeah, she. F- I feel like she deserved it, especially all that she went through. with um, helping the freaking Transformers with coding the passcode. And just, she deserved the spotlight over Noah, in my opinion. She, I feel she contributed way more than he did.
1: Ridiculously more, dude. Like. I don't know how you would have like naturally incorporated them both but I I really liked Elena. I like, I thought I thought and she was I. fun. Yeah. I like I I loved her like her just sly comments that she'd make like randomly. I'll say this, her and Noah's uh chemistry was fantastic.
0: Yes, that yeah.
1: Like, when they're just kind of, Making like, riffing off either. each other, and...
0: Yeah. I mean, it was very sweet when they're first flying to Peru, and he's, like, comforting, because it's her first time flying. It's it's not only her first time flying, it's her first time... um, And just, you know, he's being like, Oh, hey, you know, you talked about your your granddad. You know, like, t- tell me more about it. Just, you know, I, I really appreciate
1: it. Yeah. I really dug that. So, I mean, like you said, I, I cared about these human characters... About as much as I did about like Sam Whitwicky in the first. Like I, I think there I are still kind cared of cared about him same. a little more. That's fair. I mean, we did get a little bit more time with him, but True. like I, I liked even after rewatching him, I, I, I liked Noah and Elena more than I did Sam and Michaela. I like Sam, and Michaela more. Fair, it, like it's it's a close call. It is a ridiculously close call for the, me. Yeah,
0: I can definitely agree with that. It's it's a close call for me as well. Yeah. So I mean, the story overall, like it wasn't, it wasn't half bad. It wasn't for a Transformers movie. It's actually pretty decent. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, decent. It,
1: it made sense. Like Elena did something to to reveal, like the or just expose this. uh, this instrument or this tool that the transformers could have used to get back to Cybertron. Of course they're like ready to jump on it. Yeah. So Optimus prime calls everyone to, to meet up. Like you get an introduction to these new, uh, Autobots and some like old friends with, when it comes to Bumblebee and like, yeah, I, like I, I dug all that. Like I thought that worked really well. Um, the motivations were there. Um, I would love to know where this isn't in the Michael Bay universe, right? Like, is, is Bumblebee its own thing or is it part
0: of these movies? I honestly have no idea, dude. (laughs) They, when it comes to the, um, preludes or no, wow. The prequels, uh, to the Bay the Bay Transformers movies, I have no idea if they're like actually like canon, and if that's like they actually are setting up those movies. Because I don't know, I don't think this one does. Because as far as I know, um, I think Bumblebee is, but this one is not. Because as far as I know, the first time that Optimus Prime comes to Earth is not until uh, after Bumblebee scopes out Earth, and then freaking they all of the autobots come in 2007 that's what the i only, thought that's, but yeah it seems like they've been there forever yeah so i this one i don't think is canon at least in that universe but i think bumblebee is okay i
1: i'll say this i enjoy this new universe way more than i like the
0: the michael bay universe if i'm just looking at the first one i enjoy i i definitely enjoy the michael bay version more can I just pretend that the first one is the first one in Bumblebee are the only movies that exist?
1: That might be a tough one to to pull off, but up to you, I guess.
0: <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna go with that.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I like all these movies. I'll say this, and this is just be like just to make sure, like everyone else understands. I put all these movies basically on the exact same level with each other. Damn. Okay, so I wouldn't. Okay, so, no, that's not I true. Like that's not than, true. Some yeah. of them were like absolute shit. The oh, so I'll say the first one, Bumblebee, and this one, probably on the same level. Two, three, four, and five mm-hmm. are bottom of the freaking barrel for me.
0: I would actually put the first and Bumblebee above this movie. Like not a decent amount, but like it, it, this one's on its own pedestal, and then Bumblebee and Transformers are definitely above it.
1: Yeah. It, it it's close it's a real close call so
0: where where are you sitting with the uh with the story um like for the most part i enjoyed it um i will admit i did doze off a couple times but i think that's just because i had a long ass work week no
1: nah, so... nope that is not
0: oh, it's <laughs> i not?
1: i damn near oh. dozed off too i'm like really okay so there was a, I'm not a point my job where then. yeah there was a point where i'm like like kind of like slip like nod and like nodding and it was mainly it was okay, because yeah. of the freaking bullshit with Noah. I was just okay. like, Can hey, we just freaking transform already?
0: <laughs> That's what we came here to do. It's in the title of the movie.
1: Yeah, like freaking taking forever,
0: man. <laughs> um so, I don't know, story wise I'd probably go with seventy. Ugh. I might be a, a
1: tad lower than you. Really, damn. Yeah, it, it didn't even crack. Crack that. Like none of the trans thought- None of the transformer movies would
0: crack okay. seventy for me. We're gonna go back here because the first one to me cracks like a seventy-five. Bumblebee is like an eighty or eighty-five. So, okay, I'm gonna change my answer. Sixty-five. Final answer.
1: All right. I'm not quite that low then. I'm (laughs) going to get 68. All right. All right. Next up, we got writing. It was average as average can be. But I'm giving freaking bonus points for whoever helped write Optimus Prime, dude. He
0: had some kick-ass lines in this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I <laughs> uh, yeah, I I can definitely agree with you on that one. And from honestly from the behind the scenes that I've seen, you can definitely tell that this is like one of the times that Peter Cullen had the most fun voicing Optimus Prime when it comes to these live action movies. Um so that makes me very happy um, cuz that man deserves everything. The unfortunate day that he passes. Um they better not put Optimus Prime in anything cuz yeah, nobody Prime. I, I, I won't, won't freaking
1: watch anything else with uh <laughs> If Optimus Prime is in it. If Peter yeah, Cullen is gone. But um bro. He had some freaking killer he, lines. He but, definitely did. My favorite, my all-time favorite, is when they were hauling ass, like, running away from Scourge. And stops, like, mid-chase. And, like, freaking flips a Yui, tr- does his Transformer thing and stops and everyone's like Optimus what are you and he's like i'm like i'm going to take his half of the of the key and then i'm taking his head and i'm like
0: yes <laughs> so good so
1: good. oh my gosh dude that so that scene where he like throws up his little his mask um yeah. or his face guard in the trailer Easily my favorite part, and when I noticed that that part was cut, like came with the freaking most most badass line I've ever heard come out of Optimus Prime's mouth. Like I I was beyond the moon. I was just like kick his ass. <laughs> that was my favorite, and then, uh, and then freaking Bumblebee, like when he would was, was he woke up. And jumped out of the plane. I I was freaking psyched, dude. This movie did so good at just like hyping
0: you up, dude. Freaking them blasting. Don't call it a comeback. It was so canny, but I loved it,
1: dude. It was, but it worked for freaking. It really B. did.
0: Yeah, it was. It was perfect. It was absolutely perfect.
1: Dude, I freaking loved that. Um, but yeah, I mean, where you get like these freaking badass lines on the other hand, you get some real shitty ones too. like Noah's brother, his freaking dialogue at like trying to like oh motivate God. him like like you always push me to do my best now. it's my turn to do it for you. shut up kid. like he's already doing it.
0: <laughs> like yeah, dude, your job exactly. is done.
1: Shut the hell up. please. <laughs> it, it was a little a little campy and overdone. And yeah, I d- very much so. <laughs> I did not like it as as much as I think they were intending. Yeah, same here. Um I will
0: say this. I really liked Mirage. Yeah, I thought Pete Davidson was gonna get annoying as a Transformer, but he actually did not. Um the writing was so when it comes to like um with this franchise, they I feel like they always set out to have like a A comedic Transformer, but they always end up being super annoying. Yep. Uh, Looking at you, Skids and Mudflap, in Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen. Yep. Don't get me started on those characters.
1: Oh, my. Who else? Like, freaking Jazz from
0: the first one? Like, there's always one. uh, Dude. (laughs) freaking You have no idea how happy it makes me, and I know I shouldn't be this way. That's when freaking Megatron grabs him in the first one, and Jazz is just like, do you want a piece of me? He's just like, no, I want two, and rips him <laughs> in half. I'm like, thank you, Megatron. Thank you. Dude, outside
1: of Optimus Prime and Bumblebee, Jazz was my favorite. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, dude. so when he, he got was... ripped, I'm like, ah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was happy. Dude, yeah. freaking... There is some Autobot deaths in this franchise, just really quickly, that I'm just like, you should have freaking, it should have been touched upon it more, freaking when um, Ironhide dies in the third one. No one acknowledges it. I'm just like, okay, so one of the OG Autobots just died by Sentinel Prime, and y'all are just going to brush over it. Okay. All right, that's fine. That's that's cool. Dude,
1: that was um, one of the other ones that I really liked. Like I Oh, I love my Iron favorite. Hide. I really like Jazz and then he got ripped in half. Then I liked Ironhide, then he kicked the bucket. And I was like, okay, like I guess I really like Ratchet too. And then he freaking gets the <laughs> yeah, shit kicked and, out and of him four. in Age of Extinction. I'm like, God damn
0: it <laughs> Seriously. They're just like, Oh well, you know, we gotta bring in all these new Autobots, so we gotta kill the OGs from the first movie. No you don't you don't have to kill him. Yeah. You can just send them away somewhere. Like,
1: <laughs> I freaking hate when they do that, dude. It freaking pisses me off.
0: Yeah. I was telling, excuse me, I was telling Caleb that um, you know, when we were watching these movies to lead up to um this one, um, Barricade, you know, the police car from the first one, one of my favorite Decepticons, freaking love him. It is very clear that that he dies in the third one. Barricade dies. And then all of a sudden, I watched The, the Last Night. Damn. Um, I watched The Last Night, and lo and behold, Barricade's back. I'm like, how the hell is that happening? I look up. Apparently, Michael Bay was just like, oh, yeah, Barricade's going to come back in every other movie. Oh, okay, so we just making up rules now. Okay, that's cool. Breaking I mean, if it's bullshit. Michael Bay, I'm not really surprised.
1: <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have a knack for storytelling.
0: He, d- mm, he doesn't, and mm, just, the fact that freaking literally every single Decepticon in the first movie dies in the first one, I get it, you know, they're the Decepticons, they're the bad guys, but the fact that only Megatron, actually wait, no, Megatron dies, the mm-hmm. fact that only Starscream and Barricade survive out of all the Decepticons is freaking bullshit. I hate that they killed Blackout so much. He was one of the coolest Decepticons. Mm, I'm still irritated. Though. Same yeah. Bone Crusher, though. I I will never let go that they killed Bone Crusher even before they did the final fight. Like, don't <laughs> get me wrong. The battle between him and Optimus was so badass, and him skating on the freeway was so bitchin'. But no, mm They did my boy Bone Crusher dirt. Anyway, getting back um, to this one. Yeah. What did you think of the... Uh...
1: Of, of like, Scourge and all those other guys?
0: They were all right. Um, like, decent, like, honestly, they're some of the better bad guys that have come out of this franchise. Um, if we're, like, not looking at, you know, like, Megatron, Starscream, you know, those, like, OG bad guy Decepticons. Um, so, they weren't bad, um, but they were kind of a little forgettable for me. Um, like, Scourge looked really cool, um, but... To me, he wasn't, like, super intimidating. I mean, he was, but I'm sorry to um word compare him to. He, he was definitely no Megatron when it comes to, like, the bad guy leader. Right.
1: And then it was kind of the same with, uh, what, Omnicron. Yeah. Yeah, like, he made, like, a decent villain, I guess. Like, he kind of had, like, a Galactus vibe about him.
0: Dude, that's what I thought at first. I'm like, okay, we just like straight up ripping off Marvel here. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, I don't know the Transformers franchise, so I didn't know that that's how it goes. Yeah, I was kind
1: of hoping that they were going to end up killing
0: Omnicron. Yeah, that would have made more sense.
1: Yeah, like uh, that's what I I thought would have happened. Like,
0: maybe I thought that, saving that I, for the sequel.
1: What I thought they were going to do was. Um, like obviously they were going to destroy the the portal so everything gets sucked back into it, but I thought that they were going to set the um the key to detonate, and so like have Omnicron like suck it in and then have like a portal open within Omnicron and then it like just gets kind of sucked into himself. Like that's kind of what I thought was going to happen, but
0: that would have made sense. To me. Lo and behold that did not happen. Yeah, uh, whatever. Like, it
1: definitely feels like they're holding on to him as a villain.
0: Yeah, that that is very
1: true. So, I mean, hopefully, we get to see that later down the line. But like, it, like I said, it just it felt like he should have died too. <laughs>
0: yes, I I can.
1: like I said, the writing is like as average as average can get. Like, I don't even know if it'd be in the seventy five range for me. The dialogue nah, I mean... alone, I'd probably be in like the low 70s, but I'm given a couple bonus points for Optimus Prime being a complete
0: badass. Fair enough.
1: And then I'll also give a, like another bonus point the the delivery on his lines were like I think him being a him being a good Transformer was was one of the biggest surprises of the year. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I can definitely agree with you on that one.
1: <laughs> uh, so, I'm probably going to sit like a in total. I'll match it on that one. Alright, next up we got acting. Uh, so, going through the list real quick. We have Anthony Ramos, who played Noah Diaz. Dominique Fishback, who played Elena Wallace. Uh, we have... Dude, where the hell are all the... Okay, here we go. They put all the voices at the end. The hell? Yeah, what kind of bullshit is that?
0: Yeah, seriously. All
1: right, let's see. So we got Peter Cullen, who voices Optimus Prime. Ron Perlman, who voices Optimus Primal. Peter Dinklage, who voices Scourge. Michelle Yao, who voices Air Razor. Pete Davidson, who voices Mirage, Liza Koshy, who voices R.C., John DiMaggio. No
0: shit, that was Liza. Yeah. Holy shit! Wow.
1: Uh, for those of you that don't know, she' from. I would describe
0: her. The Days of Vine. Wasn't she in a lot of vines? Oh shit! I thought this was someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Who'd you think it was? I, uh, not her. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's wild. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's super wild. Okay. Yeah. So she voiced RC. Uh, John DiMaggio played Transit and Stratosphere. Uh, David Sobolov played Rhinox, Battletrap, and Ape-Link. Uh Michaela. Jay Rodriguez, who played Nightbird. Coleman Domingo voiced Unicron. Uh. Cristo Fernandez voiced Wheeljack. And Tongayi Cherisa played Cheetor. Alright. Yeah, so, uh, what's your top three? Uh. Uh,
0: number three. I'll give it to Ron Perlman, uh, Optimus Primal. I honestly actually doubt his voice, um, but I mean that just proves he did a really good job voicing him. Uh, so uh, number two, uh, I'll give it to Pete Davidson played Mirage. I I honestly was to just be so freaking under in how he voiced him. Um, had had a good time with, him. Uh, but number one, I definitely got to get to Peter Cullen, Optimus Prime. Guy always blows it out of the water prime. That's why he's the GOAT. Dude, like, I, I can't disagree with you.
1: That, that's my top three, too.
0: Hell yeah. Exactly, so the sa-
1: exactly the same reason. Like, I was thinking maybe throwing in uh, Scourge as, like, an, a number three, but I think Pete Davidson was definitely, like, the biggest surprise. Yes. Agreed. So, yeah, and then, yeah, you can't freaking beat Peter Cullen as Optimus Prime, especially with the freaking lines that they gave him, dude. Oh, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. agreed. Like, the lines that he had in this were just
0: off the hook. Seriously.
1: Like, I I was going freaking nuts. Like, I want to see if there (laughs) were any, like, any quotes that some people have, like, written down. Um, oh, for, so <laughs> here's one that I, I forgot when Unicron was uh trying to ask Optimus not to destroy his, like, it, the portal or whatever. And he's like, don't Prime, I want. And then Optimus Prime's like, then die. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Yes. Like, so good. Like, that line was chef's kiss dude agreed absolutely <laughs> agreed
0: so great so so great
1: uh, um let's see there like he had some funny ones too that were were fun like when bumblebee was uh using the radio to talk and he's just like i don't want you going to that drive-in theater anymore
0: <laughs> <laughs> so good oh my god this is probably like one of the best uh Adaptations through the radio, through the, throughout the whole franchise, so good. I love Bumblebee talking through the radio, dude. Same here. It's, uh, so so much fun. I love it.
1: It's a blast. Um, I like when one scene that I thought could have easily been like over the top and just like overdone is when Marat like when they meet Optimus Primal, and Mirage comes out, and he's just, like, like, trying to, like, threaten Primal, and he's like, stay away, and he, they, like, Cheetor comes and, like, attacks him and, like, is, like, on top of him, and he's like, ah,
0: Stranger Danger!
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a great freaking scene. Yeah, dude. So, yeah, I freaking loved, love that stuff. So. All right, where are you sitting for acting? Uh, even though like uh, I'd say a solid eighty. Yeah, I'm a few points higher. Um, I'm sitting at an eighty-three. Fair enough. All right, next up we got character development. Assuming we're yes.
0: Okay. Um, maybe it's just because I just didn't give a shit about the character. Uh, not the greatest character development to me. Son that's trying to help his mom and help his brother. Um, and you know he gets this opportunity, uh, takes it, you know, to help the Autobots, and then you, you see uh, him struggling throughout. You know, you know if this is the right call, yada yada yada. Honestly, everything works out for him. Um, his family will be taking the GI Joe. Oh my hell! Uh, God, <laughs> the, the GI Joe League or whatever the hell it's called. Um, so I think they just call themselves the Joes. God, that's even worse. I know. Well, cause... I know it's I... how it is in the the show. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't on. know if it is. Like, I thought
1: it was. I'm gonna look real quick because <laughs> I feel like that's not right. Um, I'll be real. I thought I always thought GI Joe was like a
0: person. That's what I thought too. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about the character. Dev- I don't know. I wasn't in very. I wasn't really that interested with Noah from the very beginning, and so while his character development isn't horrible throughout the whole movie, um, like I guess it's interesting to see where he ends up towards the end of the movie. It didn't really do it for me that much.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's hard to like figure out where he where it, he sits because it's like this was one it just he, there was no growth in character. Yes, he. He's very like stationary, stale, like he's the same person from beginning to end. He's someone that's just constantly trying to take care of his family and it it just kind of never goes from there. It's kind of the same situation that like they said, like Optimus Prime is like in the same, same boat. Like he's so focused on protecting his family that he'll do whatever it takes, like no matter what the consequences. And obviously they they had some change of heart, so I mean there was some some growth, but not anything super significant. So I mean with that, I I would be be around a seventy four, maybe I can give you that.
0: All right, next up we got effects. I would say for the most part, uh, the transformers looked pretty good. I do feel that in in previous previous installments think a little better and maybe it's just because i don't know maybe it's just me but optimus primes like i appreciate the fan service that optimus prime his truck actually looks like how it looks in you know the tv show and everything but for some reason maybe to me when he uh when he transforms into it it doesn't look as good cgi wise to me as he does in like the first movie or the second movie when he's just like a a big Mack truck that uh is transforming like he still has like you know like the colors but you know he's he's a Mack truck in those movies uh in this one um you know it's definitely no fan service wanting him to look the, the show um but for I don't know what it is but on a uh, how Optimus looks ooh we may be in disagreement
1: there cuz i prefer how he looks in this over how he does in the Michael Bay version.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah, so, yeah and this so this was just kind of
1: yeah. So I rewatched all of the Transformers after I got out of Rise of the Beasts, other than the last night. But yes, all the other ones like he, he looked cool. Like, don't get me wrong, but I I'm a sucker for simplicity, and so the simpli- the more simplistic uh, design of Optimus worked really well for the character at least in in my opinion Hmm. like i I liked how how it worked a little bit and yes it was very fan service and i'll say this i do think that the faces of the autobots were better in the michael bay version than this one but i do prefer like the overall look like, I just don't like how the face moves, and so that's okay. why I'm, like, super happy when he throws up his little faceplate, because I'm like, all right, fair. So let's freaking like, go. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's fair. I don't know, maybe it's just because uh, my first introduction to Optimus Prime was in the first middle, so that's how Optimus Prime should look, too, so maybe that's how, that's why I don't love um, um, Well,
1: that was the first introduction for me, too, with, for Transformers. So I guess like, we're just
0: I, different of how we feel about.
1: Them. Yeah, like, like I do have like a nostalgic view of that version of Optimus, and I think he looks super cool, like in everything. Um, yeah, but it's it's just something I prefer the like more simplistic. Oh, dude, That's I why get I like um, get What they did with Bumblebee, like kind of dumbed him down a little bit.
0: I don't know Bumblebee still looks like Bumblebee, to me, which is you a th- good thing.
1: It's, yeah, I don't know. He
0: still he still looked like classic B to me. Yeah, I felt like they
1: changed him up just like a little bit, but hmm. yeah, I like I
0: like what they did. If there is one effect that I have to really complain about, though, it is that freaking Transformer Iron Man suit that um. Oh my hell! No, gets. Dude, that is that that might go down as like the worst CGI that I've seen so far this year or Dude, this year in general. That was rough. So bad. Like Ugh. typically
1: at least so when it came to like Spider-Man or like Banner being in the Hulkbuster, like those scenes that like are obviously bad, it kinda it it's kinda takes me a second to like notice it.
0: Fair. Like, yeah. it took
1: me a few views before I was just like, yeah, something doesn't look right about those. But this was very, like, that looks like shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: Like, it was so immediate. Like, as soon as he was, like, throwing on the mask, I'm just like,
0: oh. Oh, God.
1: Like, what What is happening to your face, dude? <laughs> and, yeah, what, like, it didn't help, like, once he threw over, like, the little glass part i'm just like dude what the hell it's it's even worse it's even worse um i i kind of uh no no never mind i was gonna say like when i looked up the the 89 gi joe show they uh they have a picture of cobra commander in the back and he kind of has like a similar vibe to how uh Noah's suit looked and I'm like, dude, is he is Cobra Commander gonna steal Noah's suit? <laughs> oh god Ugh. But I no I don't I don't think that that's gonna happen. But Okay. It was not good. Not good at all. It was not Yeah I I not. almost forgot about that. That was <laughs> that was really bad. <sighs> Uh, Everything else, though, like okay, it wasn't great CGI, but it was
0: instant, and I appreciate yeah. that. I would, yeah, I would definitely,
1: yeah. So I mean, where are you thinking with effects?
0: Just because that suit like down a decent amount. I'm at like a seventy five.
1: Oh damn! All right, yeah. I mean, I can forgive the suit a little bit. So I'm, I'm around. I mean. 82.
0: Yeah, you're way harder than I
1: am. <laughs> yeah, but I mean I understand your score. All right. Uh next up we got music.
0: I mean nothing really jaw dropping like nothing really stood out or anything.
1: Yeah, the only um, thing that like really stood out for me was when they started playing the Michael Bay
0: theme. Yes. Uh I mean I and I guess like when Bumblebee's jumping out of the plane, the Don't Call It a Comeback. Uh, that 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 was cool. But, yeah, other than that, like, definitely.
1: Yeah. Honestly, like, I'm around a seven with this.
0: I was thinking the same thing.
1: Like, I could maybe have gone up to an eight for the don't call to come back one. But I think that that stopped,
0: like, really quick. It did. Yeah. Didn't it, like, completely stop once he landed?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I'm just like, all right. Like, you cut it off at, like, at the good part.
0: Yeah, right, exactly.
1: So, like, are like I feel like they, they just could have kept the vibe going a little bit, and I think I probably would have been more inclined to give it an 8 immediately, but...
0: Yeah, you know, I'm you know,
1: around a, a 7 with that one. All right, next up we got costumes, or personal score. Or, not personal. I was like, wait, what? Or wait.
0: Uh, character design, that's
1: the word I was thinking of.
0: <laughs> um... Overall, even though like like I said, I didn't I don't love the look of how Optimus Prime looks in this movie. I will say that I appreciate, I like honestly I really do appreciate that. Um, for the most part, I loved how the Autobots looked. Bumblebee, you know, is great as always. RC name Mirage, uh, Mirage. Thank you. Um, <laughs> like the Autobots looks pretty damn good. Um, the Decepticons, not Decepticons. Damn it! Sorry. Um, Freaking scourge and his uh, people, Um, like yeah, they're you know they're like most of them were just generic, like gray and black. Some had a little color in them, but mostly were just gray and black. Which honestly, I wasn't surprised and I wasn't even mad about because of the bad guys are that's usually their color scheme. And uh, Optimus Primal and uh, his teammates looked really good. Yeah, honestly, like overall, I think the design. Yeah, they weren't half bad. So where are you sitting with them?
1: I'm honestly probably at like an eight, but I, c- I'm leaning more towards nine, and that's just because of the the Autobots. Done deal. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, like, ah, <laughs> 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 what? I'm 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 arguing with myself. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry about that. I kind of oh jacked shit. Me up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. Anyway, what I was debating was dropping my costume score to an okay. eight, and it was it's because of like just the other outfits. Because I mean, the the Autobots aren't too prominent in there, so it's that mainly the like the human characters. And like, yes, the the, the Transformers look good, but it's just. How big of a focus are they really? <laughs> that is no, that dude. That's yeah. So I think I'm going to drop down to an eight. All right. Last up, we got our own personal score. So what you thinking?
0: Um, honestly, overall, this is a pretty decent Transformers movie. Uh, it ranks in uh, I'd say my top three of the franchise. Um, definitely is number three, but uh that that. That's not a bad thing, um, considering um, the others have been, uh, this is definitely not the best franchise, but it does seem that it's starting to see, see some light, uh, not only with this movie, but with, uh, Bumblebee, um, and I'm ex- and that does make me happy, um, if they do decide to go the direction that they're going with, it seems, you know, like, with not only Transformers, but with G.I. Joe, I don't know if I'm that excited for it, um... But I guess we'll see. Um, but I mean, I'm always down to uh, see just robots beat the shit out of each other. That's what you come to these movies. This movie definitely delivers with that. Um, but the char- the human characters, uh, while not the worst in this franchise, they're definitely not the best in my opinion. Um, but the story with the Autobots and you know what needs to happen for them to return to Cybertron and you know everything else. Uh, with Optimus Primal and his his teammates and just all of that with Surge, it, it it's not bad. It's it's a decent Transformer story, um, and it's definitely one of the better ones that we've gotten in recent. So overall, I did have a good time. It's definitely not my favorite Transformer, it is definitely not. Um, so I'm just I'm gonna go. I'll go seventy-two.
1: Yeah, I mean I had a good time with this movie too. It's um Transformer movies just kinda at least the same. Not like they used to. And that doesn't mean it's a bad movie or anything. It's just not not what gets gets me going. I'd rather go movie that makes me think, um or just kind of kinda more or less gives me something bigger than just robots fighting like it's kind of the same situation i have with the fast and furious movies i they're okay if i watch them for the most part but i i'm going to be very judgmental because they're stupid stories (laughs) so it, it it's it's real tough it's a real weird relationship that i have but Like I said, I I had more fun with this than I have with other Transformers movies in since forever. I I mean, Bumblebee's being the exception, but I haven't had a a time like this since the first. Again, not counting Bumblebee. So I might be a little bit lower than you. I'm probably gonna give it a six.
0: Really? Damn. Yeah. I mean, it was it was alright. Blow me out of the water. It just it, didn't i'm do it thinking for me. that i'm being harsh <laughs> no it didn't do it for me either man and i thought i was
1: being harsh here nope that you were not damn
0: all right
1: all right well that wraps up this week's breakdown uh so going through the categories real quick starting off with story we got a or we have a 66.5. Writing was up a little bit, uh, sitting at a seventy-three. Acting was even a little was higher than that, sitting at an eighty-one point five, and I think that's our highest category is the acting. Uh, character development took a bit of a dive, slightly above writing, sitting at a seventy-four. The effects are sitting at a seventy-eight point five. Uh, the music is sitting at a seven. Costumes sitting at an eight. And then our personal score ended up averaging out to a 70.5. So with that, the final All Bros letter grade for Transformers Rise of the Beasts has come out to a C+. Okay. Yeah, that' not bad. Ooh, it yeah. barely made a C plus though. It was 0.12 above our C-plus cutoff. So it ended up getting a seventy six point one two, yeah. So I mean, it's it's close. It's real freaking close. No kidding, damn. Yeah. So like we said, got it's got a C plus. So oh damn. (laughs) Oh shit! Don't have a lot of C pluses. No it it's the bottom of our C pluses. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, so Transformers Rise of the Beasts is sitting at a 76.125, which puts it at the bottom of our C-plus category. So that puts it below Stone Cold, which is at a 76.5. It is below Paws of Fury, The Legend of Hank, which is at a point. It is below Cocaine Bear, which is at a seventy six point seven five. It is also below unhinged, which is at a seventy six point eight seven, and then finally it is below the hitman's wife's bodyguard, which point nine one. Damn, yeah, real freaking close margins. Um, going the opposite direction, it puts it above my spy, which is at a seventy five point eight seven. It is above the twenty twenty two Cheaper by the Dozen, which is at a seventy five point five six. It is above the Addams Family, which is at a seventy-five point four five. It is also above Ant Man and the Wasp, which is at a seventy-five point three three. And then finally it is above Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, which is at a seventy-five
0: point three. Yeah, I'm sorry, I actually disagree with that because I enjoyed (laughs) that one more than this.
1: Uh, well, apparently not.
0: <laughs> apparently that's some bullshit.
1: I, I actually dig where
0: this is at. Alright, fair enough. So, yeah. Alright, well, unless you've got anything you wanna else to add. Okay, well then, I would say that concludes this episode. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, uh, be sure to follow and uh, Apple Podcasts, Google My Heart Radio, or you can catch our episode for a listening platform. If you want to follow us on social media, DM us with an episode idea, or answer our question of the week, or give us a uh, movie recommendation you want us to do a mini breakdown of, uh, you can do so. We got Facebook for facebook.com forward slash The All Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at The All uh, You can check out our website at tinyur- tinyurl.com forward slash The All or you can go check out our merch store, which is at tpublic.com forward slash uh, next week on the podcast, with flash. So that's going to be exciting. Definitely excited to see. Um, oh yeah. And I'm Caleb. And we'll see you guys next week. So long.
1: <laughs> Daces. <laughs>